Welcome into Being Jim Davis. Grab the golden rope and climb the imaginary walls of your thoughts. <laughs> you may fall, but at least you'll have podcasted about Garfield for upwards of 40 years. <laughs> My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Christopher, it's Saturday. I'm so glad we're finally at the weekend. Mm. The time during which we continue to do this podcast. Yeah. It's a nice it's a nice break from the week. On the weekend, uh, <laughs> we do it as a hobby. Monday to Friday, it's just part of the grind. Right, we're punching the clock. Yeah. Oh, oh. Podcasting for old Mr. Oh, Weatherby. Oh, my God. Pushing pencils everywhere. Mm. Dealing with Irene from HR. Oh, oh like Irene, give it a rest. Should I have said Louise? No, I think Irene was the... Uh... Okay. All right. It's Saturday, August 4th, 1979. We are looking at the 412th ever episode of Garfield, in which Chris will tell us what happens. I guess. Uh, John, in today's Garfield, John Arbuckle gets it on with a cereal box. <laughs> Y'all may remember a few days ago... <laughs> I suggested that the synopsis made the strip seem sexy, whereas it actually wasn't sexy. Well, today that's not the case. Today's strip is just as sexy as that sounded. John Arbuckle. <laughs> exactly as sexy. John Arbuckle gets hot and steamy with a cereal box. All right, panel Let's one. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> Let's go to panel one. Um... Would you call this standard countertop position? Yes, yes, I would. Okay. Standard countertop position. John is also holding a a box. Yes, he is. Let's let's yeah, let's not John, let's not be too prescriptive about what kind of box it is. I think we box. I think we should state for the record, this is our third rectangular cardboard box <laughs> of the week. Yeah, well, if you count each each panel's instance of a box as a different one, it's the seventh. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. But no one would do that. No. It's, why would you do that? But he's very excited, though. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, it's because Garfield stayed out of his food today. Mm-hmm. At least that's what he says. Yeah. Uh, and the full speech bubble is, <laughs> for staying out of my food today, Garfield. Panel one name to... drop. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to reward you with a kitty munchie. And Garfield looks pleased. And fat. Yeah, and super fat. <laughs> like, um, he looks fatter than normal. He does look he, like fatter than che- usual, his, yeah. His cheeks look kind of puffed out. Yeah, a he's bit. a chubby kitty. Yeah. Um, happy cat. Happy chubby cat. Yeah. I'll tell chubby, you my... I'll tell happy you, fat cat. I'll tell you my main problem. Big, fat, fucking, chubby, dumb, stupid cat tell you okay that's a little bit a little bit <laughs> hypercritical none of us are perfect that's how i um, roll chris 
I'll tell you my issue with this panel. And okay, now I feel bad. Strip. I feel like I was body shaming Garfield. You were. You were. I feel I'll bad. tell you I what I, I I genuinely feel bad. Do you, do you really? <laughs> that's, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I don't like about this panel and indeed today's strip. Um, in the panel with the cereal, the box was clearly labeled cereal. Mm. In the panel where Garfield was taking a bath, the box of soap was clearly labeled soap. <laughs> this box, it's, a, it's got like a green front with a diagonal yellow stripe on it. Now, I think... Mainly based on panel three, mm-hmm. that in yeah. the top um, left you yeah. see the word kitty. Yeah. But I can't tell what the word written on the yellow strip is. I, I mean, I guess we almost want to think it's munchies, but it doesn't look like munchies. What does it say? Edamame, maybe? Kitty edamame? <laughs> Cats love edamame. Um, N- number one, False. Number two, in 1979, uh, even humans in America were not eating edamame. No? Now, that's a recent development. I mean, it's a recent fad, but... It, oh, it's more than a fad, John. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Sorry, craze. <laughs> okay, I'll, t- I'll take that. Edamame right. isn't... It, I don't think it's a fad or a craze. I think it's just uh, Americans finally came along, came around to how delicious edamame is. Okay, we've been right. we've I, been I, we as a nation have been seduced can, uh, by the soybean. I can see which side of the edamame debate you're on. There's no debate, John. It's fucking delicious. It's delicious you're, and you're, it's uh, nutritious. You're in the pocket of big edamame. I can no, okay. they're not All that right. big. Mm. Deep then. Yeah, I mean it's a deep it's a deep food. Yeah, um, is, is John sort of deep like eating. weirdly? Uh, the way his body is poised mm-hmm. is it's just weird to me in this pant. Like he's yeah. leaning over a little bit too he's much. He's overly enthusiastic. Yeah. I've told you what I don't like about this panel. It's only fair and symmetrical to follow up with what I do like about Chris, it. Chris, this panel is not symmetrical. Okay. What I like about this panel <laughs> is that John Arbuckle is holding the box of Kitty Munchies with his left hand and then... <laughs> Pointing at it with his right hand so Garfield will know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. He has to do that because the lettering on the box is unclear. So Garfield and the audience will be like, oh, those must be the kitty munchies. Yeah, which wouldn't be necessary if Jim Davis had drawn it up to his typical box standards. Yeah, yeah. This box was clearly not designed by Irma. This is the first box with diagonal anything. I think, like, mm-hmm. is that why he wasn't able to fit all the words, you think? I think he totally could have if he had tried. Or I did he, he, like, overextend try. himself? <laughs> like, the smaller, smaller, even smaller writing in the lower right? Mm. John, I think within fiction, I have stated uh, my belief that the soap box... And the cereal box were both designed by Irma. I think this box of Kitty Munchies, the graphic <laughs> design was clearly done by Lyman. Number one, that's his shade of green. <laughs> oh my god! It's like you, you know those pictures of of like 
spider webs woven by uh, <laughs> spiders that are on different drugs. Yeah, this was totally Lyman. <laughs> just totally it. Out of his mind on. I'm going to say PCP, but I'm not I sure. I was going to say PCP, too. <laughs> Even though, full disclosure, no. no idea what that is. Right? What is that? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It's, it's great. some kind of drug. Right? Okay. Yeah. It doesn't seem like um, a good thing. I mean, it's well known that nothing uh, that can be named with initials is a good thing. Mm. So continuing on with BJD... <laughs> Thank you. John, PCP, or phencyclidine, also known as angel dust, is a dissociative Mm. drug. Was Hmm. brought to the market in the 1950s as an anesthetic pharmaceutical drug, but was taken off the market in 1965 due to the high prevalence of dissociative hallucinogenic side effects. That sounds sounds pretty awesome. It sounds delightful. That does sound like a Lyman drug for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a Jim Davis drug. (laughs) (sighs) Panel two. John is... Okay, so here's what's supposed to be happening. Mm -hmm. John is looking inside the box. can I stop you just a moment? I'm sorry. We're going to talk about this Wikipedia article some more? No, it was just to to mention, like, because I had just looked up PCP (laughs) on Wikipedia... And we were going back to the strip. I was closing some of the random tabs that I have o- had opened from stuff I had looked up during the podcast. Yes. At yes. some point during this week's shows, <laughs> I decided that I needed to look up the lyrics to the song Raspberry Beret. I don't know what that was in reference to. I'm pretty oh, sure we I ta- didn't mention it on the show. We were talking about cri- uh, uh, Prince. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, I... I hope. I mean, I don't know when else it would. I guess. I don't, Unless, why would why raspberry? Beret? I was just. I googled did raspberry Warren beret. Did make an lyrics. appearance earlier this week? I don't remember. It's possible. He often yeah. did guest shots on Garfield. He did write that song, right? Uh, did he? I'll cut it out if that's wrong. Um. You know, okay. So what's I mean, going I mean, on I mean, here? I do have raspberry beret open on the. Go on. Does it not say? Well, I I googled Raspberry Beret lyrics. I'm not looking at the Raspberry Beret. Uh, oh, it's not the Wikipedia article. article. Yeah, okay. I just you right. know. Yeah, because it was a Go Hindu on. love god song, wasn't it? I honestly don't know. Go on. You're not looking it up, John. I can't interrupt you later to tell you who wrote it until you go on. I already know it was Warren Zevon. Okay, then go on. Fine. All right. Okay, so panel two. John, John the song Arbuck. Raspberry Beret was written and produced by Prince. There you go. 1985 wait. single. Yeah. It, wait. F- Let's be real here for a second. Uh-huh. Are you trolling? Are you, like, interrupting me with false information now? I w- why would I do or- that? <laughs> or Or is that actually true? That's what it says here. It's I mean, it says, yeah, Raspberry Beret um, is the official lead single from Prince and the Revolution's 1985 album Around the World in a Day. Songwriter, Prince. Producer, Prince. Um, 
the okay. sound of the song expanded upon previous Prince arrangements, incorporating stringed instruments, Middle Eastern okay. finger symbols, and even a harmonica on the extended version. Blah, 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 blah. The song was originally recorded in 1982, but Prince drastically reworked it with the revolution to give it more of an international sound. I didn't think it was particularly international in sound, but okay. Well, I yeah, I don't see Handy anything here version. about uh, yeah. Warren Zevon. Or... I have not heard the Hindu Love Gods version of Raspberry. All right, Ever. cutting out that whole section. So, it's a great yeah, song. John it's a good, is it's looking, a great song. John is peering. It, it's it's okay. It's a good song. It's all right. It's a good there, song. There are better Prince songs. Oh look, look! I didn't say it was the best Prince song. The best Prince song, John. That's a tough question, actually. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good Prince songs. I mean... Little Deuce Coop? Yeah. Like, I feel like you're... Or, or whatever the song about the car is. Little Co- oh, Little Red Corvette. Red, little Red, little Red, Corvette. Red Corvette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like your go-to is sort of is When Doves Cry, but I don't know that that's the best Prince song. It's a great um, song. Wh- what's the song in uh, the 1989 Batman where the Joker is like spraying paint on all the artwork at the museum? Offhand, I don't know. I have not seen that God, movie since probably 1989. God damn it, Chris. Really? You don't know? Okay. Yeah. Um, this, this whole section has been cut out. Oh, has it? John is peering into the cereal box. Okay. Evidently attempting Are to discern- Are we on discern- panel two? It's contents. Okay. We've been, this, this whole discussion has been about panel two. Okay. Okay. So this is the part where John Arbuckle is making out with the cereal box. It's actually, he's actually looking inside a Hindu love gods box set. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's, it's funny because they only had one album. Oh, did they? Um, I mean, I don't know. That's probably wrong, too. I don't know. Who so, cares? wait, is this still being cut out? It's all being cut out. Okay. Um, he's. He, so I never the, really uh, listened to the Hindu love gods. So the idea here that old Jimmy D is trying to convey is that John Arbuckle is like looking in the box, like, "Oh, what's in here?" Uh huh. Right. But yeah. his face is like all the way in that box. Yeah, it looks like he's trying to put his entire head inside the box. <laughs> It I like that. I like, like that. Gar- I like Garfield's expression in panel two. He's just like, eh. It's 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 his default expression. Yeah, but I like it. <laughs> it's lucky. It's fortunate <laughs> that I like Garfield's default expression because we see it frequently. He looks like he's trying to play that cereal box like a musical instrument, <laughs> like a big harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like can't get his embouchure right. So hard to get your embouchure right. Right? Um, Panel three, he's put the box down, or he's putting the box down, I guess. And he's saying, they're gone. Referring to the kitty munchies. To which Garfield replies, in thought, I already rewarded myself. John, can we consider Garfield's emotional journey through these three panels? <laughs> because now that I look at it, it's it's kind of backwards, inexplicable. Not backwards. In panel but... one, 
John Arbuckle is telling Garfield he's going to re- be rewarded with a kitty munchie, and Garfield right? is smiling. Now, at the time, we imagine that's because he thinks he's going to get a kitty munchie. But we know right. now that's not true. He already knows the box is empty. So he should be smiling like, eh, I already ate them all, you know. In panel two, as John Arbuckle looks in the box, Garfield's no longer smiling. He's just totally dead to the world. Disinterested. Yeah, he's disinterested. Why? And then in panel three, you know, when he gets to think, I already rewarded myself, he's smiling again. Why is he not smiling in panel two? It's like he's happy and then he's just blah and then he's happy again. Yeah, total narrative dissonance. It doesn't make sense to me. Also, Chris, mm-hmm. the ostensible joke here is that uh-huh. uh, you know John is wrong, right? Like Garfield yeah. did not restrain himself. You know, mm-hmm. was not a good boy. Yeah, I mean, he stayed out of John Arbuckle's food. Okay, here's the thing, Chris. Okay, <laughs> I just like I accept the sup. Uh, okay, I'm accepting that, the supposition that. That, you know, the joke is that Garfield did not do what John thinks he did, uh-huh. right? That's right. So Garfield, Garfield did not stay out of John's food. Uh-huh. Therefore, John eats cat food. Mm, he eats kitty munchies. Kitty munchies. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Cat, yeah. Cat, cat treats. Cat treats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 It's a Garfield. It, okay. Thank you. I was I wasn't sure if this was a Garfield. No, no, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes you're like, I don't know, is this Is a it Garfield? a Garfield? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a Garfield though. Uh did I host this one? Uh yeah. I feel like this one got away from me. Well, I mean we'll see how it we'll fix it up. You'll fix it up in post. <laughs> No, I won't. <laughs> it's also a possibility. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. You are under arrest for listening to this podcast. <laughs> if only. <laughs> uh, you can support the show by liking us and following us and just listening to us generally, shouting at strangers on the street. Yeah, do that. Uh, you know, you don't have to. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, you can follow me at Inscrutable Taco. And I'm at the Chris Winter. I dot M dot the dot worst on Instagram. I only post photos of my feet. And Chris, I am out of all of my beverages except the Mountain Dew Black Label, which I, I still have half of. I have quite a bit of flax milk to get through, and uh, we still have a we still have ha- uh, we still have one episode left. Yeah, but Sundays always go really quickly. I know, right? Uh, hopefully, I can get through. Did we say this. thank okay. you and good night? I feel like we didn't say thank you. Thank and you and good night. Wherever you are. No, 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 because I'm being-